good evening. Hello, hi. I can see people are starting to join, um, which is great. Um, right, so how it usually goes, because this is the seventh out of eight webinars that we have planned in this Confidence Code session um, series. How it usually goes is uh, I do the talking, uh, cover the theory, and then afterwards we have a we have a Q and A. So we will uh, continue with that format. I just thought I would uh, remind you, just because I'm seeing um, a few new faces around here, but also the regulars. Hi, Marcel. Good to see you. Um, good to see you back, guys. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then for those of you who are here for the first time, my name is Laura Nagel. I'm a life coach, and this is Confidence Code, um, like I said, webinar number seven, and today we are talking about confidence in decision-making. And um, I actually had a reflection as I was logging into this session, I was thinking how I always ask people to wait until, you know, everybody else logs on. And um, and my reflection was, why am I punishing people who show up on time um, for doing so? And why are the people who are late rewarded? So from now on, what I'm going to do is I'm going to like share with people who show up um we we will have the opportunity to connect better i will always start off my uh lives my webinars with a question or two for the people who are already there um and then if there are any points just to just to get to know you better in terms of the particular aspect we are covering on the day and then some of it might speak to whatever we're covering um, in the session. I might be able to speak to your example um, or maybe cover something that you're particularly interested in. Um, I just thought, you know, as a small bonus for being our time. Uh, so yeah, that's the little announcement I wanted to make and to say that, uh, yeah, my reflection is punishing people for being on time is not right. And a lot of people who do like to do that and I don't wanna be one of these people. So anyway, without further ado, let's get started. Um, and today we're talking about confidence and decision-making. But why, before we get into it, why is it so important? And what are the areas that you guys struggle with the most? If you want to, if you can, please share in the comment, um, which area do you struggle with the most in terms of making decisions for? Is it personal life? Is it professional life? Is it maybe family relationships and making decisions in terms of, you know, running the course of your family unit. What is it? You can keep it as detailed or as general as you want. 
And also because we're a small group, um, there's only around 10 of us at any given time here. It's, um, I think it's a great opportunity for us to talk as a community a bit more. So uh, do feel free, especially that we're here live. I mean, for people who are watching the replays, um, they don't have that opportunity. So let's make use of it. Um, what is the area that you struggle with the most? Basically, my question is, why are you here <laughs> tonight? anyone that wants to share i've got a shy crowd today <laughs> okay trusting myself okay thank you for sharing my only issue is with instagram it doesn't tell me people's names so unless you've been around a few times um Sorry if I don't address you by your name. I just don't want to guess by usernames. Um, talking and meeting new people. Confidence in myself. Knowing what direction to take. Okay. So most of your answers are basically revolving around trusting ourselves, right? Our intuition, which step to take next, whether that's in terms of speaking to other people, doing something else, um, in general, taking action. And this brings me to chapter number one of this life, which is why confidence in decision-making is so important. We need confidence to um, take risks uh, for professional, in our, in our professional life, in our personal life, but taking risks is necessary in order to achieve um, success or to make things happen. If we don't have that confidence, we tend to delay action. We tend to not take action at all. Um, and this is why being able to trust in yourself um, is so, so key. So, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, uh, but we have a meeting actually later on, so you can then let me know, and I'm so sorry if I buttered it. Confidence in myself and my abilities, that's exactly what I'm talking about. If we don't have this confidence, it's very difficult to take action, um, and lack of action is lack of autonomy. So... This is why what we're covering here is so, so key to basically making change or um, creating results in any area of your life because all areas of our life need making decisions at one point or another, right? So now let's dive into the most common decision-making challenges. So the challenge number one is fear of making a mistake um, and or, you know, making the wrong choice of failing. And now how do we counteract it? How do we deal with it? Um, the, the answer is, I mean, the answer is always mindset work, but in this particular case, it's accepting that mistakes are inevitable. 
They will happen, doesn't matter how much research you do, how many people you speak to, um, mistakes will happen just because we're like, because we're just human and we don't know it all and life is unpredictable and we cannot control everything. Um, that's just what it is. And the biggest thing is we don't know what we don't know. So the best thing we can do is to equip ourselves to deal with failure and actually seeing it as an opportunity to grow um, and to avoid that mistake in the future. Um, and another thing, because this piece of advice you might have heard already, but something that I want to share and I don't think is spoken about enough is um, on top of the mindset work or as part of the mindset work um, and the, you know, accepting uh, failure and mistakes as part of the journey. Another big thing is um, collecting evidence that you can always turn your life around. You can turn a situation around, doesn't matter what, what it is, but you can deal with it and you can go through it. And once you have that, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's challenging to get to that place. It's the type of work I do with my clients in one-to-one -one coaching, because once you get to that place of whatever life throws at me, I'm fine. Um, it's, you know, it's either a blessing or a learning, but I'm accepting it. And I know I will be fine at the end. It might be tough as I go through it, but I know on the other, uh, on the other side, I will come out stronger. I will come out wiser. And the bottom line is whatever happens, I'm okay because I've already proven to myself. And this is where the confidence bit comes, right? Because to know the theory behind it, I need to believe in myself that I can turn my life around. I can deal with any situation. That's the theory. Now, the application is um, you need to collect evidence um, of situations, examples of situations when you dealt with something, uh, something that was difficult or something that was unexpected um, and yet you managed. And even if it's a little thing, even if it's... Um, you know, being put on the spot in a team meeting, um, or if it's something massive, you know, losing a loved one, surviving an accident. Um, there's a whole range of things, but I want you to do as a, as a homework from today's session, I want you to uh, take a moment to think about all the situations in your life that were challenging, that were difficult, that maybe at one point you thought, I don't think I can go through this. I don't think I can do it. Um, and yet you still did. Because these are the things that will slowly, little by little, build your confidence up. And if you feel like you're at the beginning of your journey in terms of building that confidence, note them down. Note them down, have a special notebook for your journaling. And whenever the situation happens, note it down. Note all the situations where you did well, where you showed yourself you can trust yourself. And then whenever you're in doubt, 
open up that file on your phone, go back to that page in your notepad, um, but have it ready, have it written down and keep it at the front of your mind always. And especially when you're in doubt. So mindset work in terms of, especially in terms of fear of failure. Um, The second decision-making challenge um, that I often see in people is analysis paralysis, meaning um, overthinking, overanalyzing, um, which is basically another way of procrastination in terms of making a decision, taking an action. We're telling ourselves, oh, I need to read up more about it. I need to maybe speak to someone. I mean, I already spoke to like 10 people, but let me speak to 10 more and only then I'll, you know, take an action or make a decision or whatever it is. Um, So this is how we procrastinate. And again, if we don't, it's an excuse because it still keeps us stuck. It keeps us inactive and it keeps us away from having what we want to get. So um, being mindful of that is the first step. Now, how do we deal with those big, with those big decisions, uh, with these big questions and with the overthinking and overanalyzing that very often happens when these um, questions are asked to us or these you know, big decisions arise and we need to deal. Um, the first thing is you want to break down your big decisions into smaller ones, because this is basically what it is. And this is also where the overwhelm comes from. It feels like, yeah, on the surface, um, moving out of my parents' house, um, seems like a great idea, but I'm not sure. Maybe there's something I'm not seeing. Um, or, you know, having a child feels like a, a f- I think I could do it, but am I really, really ready? Or, you know, I, I feel like I, I feel like I have something more to offer and my current career is not, it's not an outlet for me to, to share that with the world. Mm, maybe I could do it, but, I'm just, I'm not a hundred percent. What if, and then we come up with all these what ifs. So how do we deal with that? We break it down into smaller, um, into smaller aspects of that change, right? So if I'm thinking about changing my career, uh, the first question I need to ask myself, do I know which path I could possibly change, uh, change to? And then if you don't have an answer to that, then obviously it means you need to keep on researching and looking, maybe seek professional help, uh, like with a coach, with an advisor, with a counselor. Um, Once you have that, what are the qualifications? Then you get into what are the prices of these qualifications? Can I afford it? How can I make it happen? How much does that pay? What are the you know, what are the um, potential opportunities that come with it? Would I be happy with it long term? There are so many different questions that you need to ask yourself about making a massive decision like that. That's true. But what I want you to know and what I want you to remember is you don't have to answer them all at once. 
So you can list all of the questions or all of the things you're not 100% sure about or you don't know about yet. List all of them and then just treat them as a to-do list. Um, that way, towards the end of it, you will have, and again, feel free to write it down and physically or, you know, uh, not physically on paper, but digitally respond to these questions, create notes so that you can have it in front of your eyes when you're thinking about it. We all have different modalities. Some people are more visual than others. I'm not going to get into it now, but what I'm trying to say is whatever works for you. In most cases, writing it down helps. So I would um, so I would recommend that. And then following up, uh, following up from that, once you have your list of questions to answer, actions to take, whatever shape this takes on for you, you need to set realistic deadlines for it. Meaning, if I don't feel fulfilled, um, with my current career, and I'm seriously thinking about pivoting, um, by the end of this quarter, I will know what are the potential um, paths I could pursue after this, after what I do right now. And then once you get there, another point, like I said, might be figuring out what are the qualifications needed for that shift, right? And then, and so on and so forth. So um, it's all about creating a plan, um, but it doesn't have to be a fancy, you know, Excel sheet. It's just all about putting it all out there. This is also what I do a lot of the time with my clients. We just put it all out there and then we organize it um, in a way that works best, in a way that's the most efficient. So um, just put it all out there and then set deadlines for each of the steps. Uh, obviously, much easier said than done, but this is how you get it done. Um, and then the third biggest challenge when it comes to decision making is um, facing external influences and societal expectations. So things like what will my parents say? How will my partner? How will my partner react? Uh, will my colleagues laugh at me? Etc. Etc. Um, and for that. The best way to deal with it is to first identify those influences. So if you're thinking about making a decision and just watch yourself, if you're feeling anxiety or if you feel very unsure about doing something because, um, and, you, and you don't know why, um, it might be the case, that's very often the case, that it's the external influences. So when you think, when you think about doing the thing that you want to do, what is it that comes up? If your main worry is, I don't know what people around me will say, um, follow that thought, keep digging, who are these people? And once you get to the groups or the names, um, the next part of the investigation is, is it just your fear that is not really, um, that is not really based on anything? M meaning, 
they never gave you a reason to believe that. It's just your fear of rejection, let's say. Um, in which case, it's you, it's not them, right? Or is it that they have been criticizing you consistently, putting you down, telling you to stay where you are, and not being very supportive? Um, and this is why you feel this anxiety about sharing your plan uh, or just, you know, doing that thing and knowing that they might find out about it. Um, so identifying the influence and the source of that uh, maybe pressure. And then um, figuring out how your current life, um, figuring out, okay, I, I'm, I'm seeing some comments, I will respond to all of them in the Q&A section afterwards, but please do typing them in. Uh, that's absolutely fine. We can have a discussion after. So now, so we so we've identified the sources of the external pressure. Um, now, how do we deal with it? The first thing is you need to get very, very clear on what your goals and values are in life. And then how is your life aligned with those values and these goals? Are you heading where you want to be in life ultimately? And if you're not, why is that? If it's because of people holding you back or your fear of reaction of certain people in your life, Again, it's a matter of conversation very often. And this is, again, it's theory, right? It's the application that is difficult. Um, but if you do this difficult thing, it will, um, ironically, or, you know, that's the paradox of confidence. You need to do things that are scary to make you feel more confident so you can do even scarier things. So communicating that that, e that you either have a fear of feel discomfort um, in terms of those people's potential reaction to your plans, to your ideas, having a conversation and seeing what they say, or just doing it anyway without you know, really trying to please anyone, just deciding these are my goals, these are my values, I'm just going to live accordingly. There are two ways um, around it, depending on how confident you feel already, your, um, your general um, outlook on life. And then, um, and then the bottom line, because so, 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 so there are two ways to go around it, right? Talk, talk to your community, talk to your people and try to explain it or to understand if they are on the same page as you or not, maybe try to get them onto it or just do it and only then see how they react. But where these two meet is the bottom line of if they reject you based on actions that you take that are aligned with your values, with your goals, with what you want out of life. Um, and again, these are the things that you, I'm talking about big things. I'm talking about things you spend quite a lot of time thinking about and wondering about. These people were never for you. And that's, that's a very bitter truth, but that is the truth. Because people who cannot accept you as you are, um, 
will never be able to to support you fully and it will always be a thorn in that relationship right obviously again see life is just a matter of choices which is why having the confidence and the ability to own them is so so important again you might choose to stay in touch with people who don't support your choices but what it might do is it might slow you down in terms of you know the progress that you're making it might prevent you from going to the places you want to go if these people are on the completely opposite side of the spectrum um but if you value being in the community um more than having your um your you know your goals let's say fulfilled then this means one of the goals that you missed on your big list is actually being in a community um creating a community so it's always a matter of choice because obviously um communicating to some something to someone on a take it or leave it basis um is a risk because they might leave it and then you will have to pay the consequence of losing someone from your life in my opinion though um nature never not, nature doesn't like void so if somebody leaves you um gets out of your life based on the decisions that you make that's fine let them go in in most cases um there will be someone new in their place uh with time who will who will just be a better fit with you whether that it's in terms of um values out of uh, outlook on life ways of spending time um it doesn't matter but if somebody wants to reject you let them and again it's not um it takes time this is why mindset works this is why mindset work is so important if you don't accept and love yourself um i'm not saying fully because i feel like we are like we're all constantly evolving and working on it but if your self love is not strong um it will be difficult to execute and this is why and this is why uh mindset work is so so key but my advice would be if they want to leave you let them whether that's based on your decisions or anything else uh, anything else in life and uh the last thing that i want to talk about today is how to build confidence in um in decision making that lasts mm So like I said I will save this live as a replay. I always do it with all of my webinars. Mm, and I want you to get back to it or maybe write it down now. But if you apply all of these, um these are the steps. This is literally the roadmap to creating confidence in the aspect of decision making that lasts. You won't have to it it you know, once you do that, once you create those muscles you just have to keep working on them but it's it's a whole way of thinking so let me explain what i mean by by just by just saying it and naming them um but it's a it's a it's a whole new way of thinking so once you do it 
you're fine. Once you apply it into your life, making decisions will be so much easier and you will feel so much better about any decision that you make. So let's start off with the biggest one, the most important one. And at the same time, something that is um, often so, so difficult for many people to do. And this is taking full responsibility for your own decisions and their outcomes. And, um, and I say outcomes as well, because that's the bit people usually miss. It's, you know, it's nice to make your own decisions from time to time, uh, for some of us anyway. There are some people who, who always think about the consequence part, some people don't. Anyway, what I, what I want to say is that, like I said at the beginning, mistakes are inevitable. But what is important is to acknowledge that, yes, I did make a mistake um, and I'm going to use it to my advantage. That's what I'm going to do. And if you start looking for excuses, so I made this decision, it was a good decision, but it's just that the weather wasn't right on the day and it was just X, Y, Z. It wasn't me. It was something else. It was something external. It will take away from your confidence. It will keep eating away at it, even though in the moment it makes you feel better, right? Because you're like, I did all I could, but it just was, it's, it's just not my fault. Um, it's this external thing. Um, so while it does feel better, this is your ego trying to protect itself, but it doesn't serve you in the long run and definitely not for your confidence because this is how you cultivate in your head, the mindset of, um, I don't really have control over my life. So making decisions is a bit pointless. Can I even make a decision if life is making decisions for me? Um, can I execute what I'm, what I'm planning to do? So even if it's a failure, own it. Um, and, you know, just approach it from the perspective of I did the best with what I had at that moment. Now I know, um, based on that situation, that, you know, you're not supposed to go into rain without an umbrella. But I had to get into the rain, get my hair wet, get my shoes ruined, only to know that now. Uh, but back then I didn't know because I never experienced rain. So how could I have known? I couldn't, but that's okay. It's still on me that I didn't check the forecast and I didn't get myself prepared. Now, I'll double check the forecast and I will always come out prepared. You see what I mean? I could have just said, obviously that's a silly example, but I could have just said, oh, you know, I did my best. I did my hair nice. It's a stupid rain that ruined it. Well, it's not like I didn't, well, I could have known it was coming uh, on one hand, but realistically I couldn't have because I didn't know I had to check it. You know, we don't know what we don't know, but I'm still accepting the responsibility that getting wet in the rain was all on me. Um, hope that makes sense. Uh, now, another big one is regular reflection 
and clarity, constantly refining that, working on that, journaling on that and thinking about that. Um, what are your values? What are your goals? What are your wants? What are your needs? Um, obviously, not something that you need to obsess about. It doesn't have to be part of your journaling routine or the first thing you think about when you wake up um, in the morning and go to bed uh, at night. But I would still make it regular. And actually, um, having bedtime as your time to reflect on it is a great idea. So depending on how quickly you fall asleep, how long it takes you to get out of bed, maybe consider building it into that. Just asking yourself a few simple questions. You know, um, is what I'm doing now making me feel happy? Uh, if the answer is yes, then just go on with your day. If the answer is no, why is it a no? How can I make my, you know, how can I make my life better? And take it from there. Uh, it's basically like checking temperature. You need to keep it regular to know that you're healthy. Um, so that the next step is um, education and improvement in areas that uh, are important to you. So, I mean, that applies to everything, whether that's, you know, professional life or um, whatever else it is. Uh, if you are interested about something, right, like if you want to buy a house, obviously you need to be reading up, you need to be training your Instagram algorithm or TikTok algorithm to show you the right content. You want to be educated, you want to subscribe to newsletters and just surround yourself with the knowledge um, to make sure it is you are as well you are as well informed at the point of making the decision as possible and um, following up on that or based on that um, is also seeking input from qualified people. This can be friends who already have what you want or professionals like coaches, consultants, um, just in general, if you are struggling with a decision to make a decision and it's a very big one, right? And you went through all of your steps of, uh, you know, from the para uh, analysis paralysis um, segment and you did your to-do list and you answered all the questions and you're still struggling to, to take the plunge. Um, the best thing is to, like I said, get obsessed in terms of like education, educating yourself, because then, you know, um, I'm doing the best with what I have. Again, I did all I could. And the second thing is asking for professionals advice or somebody who's qualified to give you advice. Um, I'll keep saying it. Don't take advice from people who don't have what you want. Uh, but those who do definitely do make them part of your process and with obviously keeping at the back of your head that everyone's path is different but their input in terms of technical stuff like buying a house might be invaluable um and then what and then once you did the education bit you did seeking you know the qualified input bit you just need to do it right knowing Again, we're going back to the very beginning of, of, of this, um, knowing that whatever happens after this, whether that's a success or a failure, 
you will be fine. You will turn it around. You will turn it into a success either way. So just keeping that in mind always. Um, tuning into intuition. That's something I would have. I would need a whole separate webinar to talk about. But being in touch with your intuition is amazing and can be so, so helpful if you can do that. Um, reflecting on past decisions. So if you are about to make a big decision or any type of decision um, that might be similar to something that in the past, or maybe if you recently went through something quite big, um, just think about it, about your thinking process, if you're happy with everything that you did and how you did it. Um, it, it, it needs two things. It needs this radical responsibility. So, you know, even if there are things that mm, maybe make you feel slightly uncomfortable, that are a bit cringy when you think about them, um, still accept them and just take them as a learning. And the very last thing I want to say today before we open up the Q&A is um, you need to learn to forgive yourself regardless of the decisions that you made in the past, that you will make in the future, um, because you're always doing the best with what you have. And as long as you keep moving forward and you keep improving yourself and working on yourself, um, there's nothing more you can do. As long as you're honestly working, genuinely working on yourself, uh, some things just take time. And also, we're human. And there are just some things that um, we need to go through in order to, in order to learn. And we never know what the lesson is for us. So just bearing that in mind, um, especially when things get tough, when we, you know, when there's, when there's either a big uh, decision to make or if there's a big failure that happens, always remember to forgive yourself because if you know then what you know now, you wouldn't have done it, but you didn't. So you need to forgive and you need to keep loving yourself because otherwise, again, it will keep undermining your confidence in the future. And the thing is, even if, if even if it seems like a mistake, you survived it. So this is where I'm going to end for now. Um, I'll just say that the next live, the next webinar is next Monday, also 7 p.m. And it's going to be about confidence in navigating conflict, uh, how to confront people, how to feel confident in a situation that involves confidence. So actually something that if you found this helpful, you might want to tune in next Monday as well. If you want to communicate um, your choices to maybe difficult family members, friends, this is exactly what we will be covering uh, next week. So uh, confidence in navigating conflict is coming up next. And now let's uh, take the questions and comments. Okay. Um, okay, I think Keisha was doing quite a lot of commenting as I was talking, but which I do appreciate. Uh, I always love a good comment. I don't see any questions. Um, 
per se so i'll stay on just for a minute if there are any questions um and if not we'll close and i will see you uh next monday is there anything anybody wanna wanna ask or share All right, I think we're gonna end it here. Um, if you have any questions at all that come up or if you're watching a replay, just put it in the comment or drop me a message. And if there's anything that you feel like um, you wanna work on in a more personalized way, uh, you can always drop me a message for a free initial consultation. Um, and yeah, that's it for today. Take care.